Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Flaw Cabinet, blokes with jokes, anything could happen except for mutual masturbation, that's not the kind of flog we mean. Sorry, that was just so daft from you. I like it. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I assumed if any, like, we'd be the slowest in the morning, but Tom yeah. would be like thriving. <laughs> I, this I, is, this is like not, midday for him. I've been yeah. very self-conscious about being the slowest on this podcast, actually. Really? A little, yeah. What, just like as a... We had, we had the meeting on Tuesday when we were discussing logistics for the potential podcast, and I'm like, I'm really not bringing it at this meeting right now. <laughs> in the logistics meeting. <laughs> your, your, your home ground. Andrew and have hit some real zingers in this one, and I'm not bringing anything to the table. I was also concerned. I mean, I have full-blown ADHD, and I zone in and out of focus. So there was sure. times where I'm like... I, when I do my own podcast, I'm glad because it's just someone else can talk most of the time. Yeah. And every now and I go, oh, that's interesting. And then I just keep talking, and that's fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you really got to hope you guess that. Listening to this podcast, <laughs> man, I thought it was so interesting. Just in your head, being like, "Man, I wonder what that sound effect is." Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I wouldn't worry too much. You're surrounded, you know. Like yep. we we have all we've got all your attention covered, <laughs> and you can even look at yourself if you get bored. Yeah, you just have a little little eyeball. And for anyone who's watching this via the camera, they'll know that. We had to really snuggle in. It may not look like it on the camera, but we are really close. We're at like point blank range it, to each other. Is, it, is everyone's knees touching? <laughs> I, I, got, I got some definite body contact going on. This is kind of hot, you know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm married now. Like you know, this is this is red hot. Little 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 knee touch. I'm about to initiate. Married now? Have you been married for like four years? Three, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just had the just had the third anniversary. Oh, congrats! Yeah, every anniversary has just kind of been like not. Great, you know, like the the marriage has been good, but the anniversary has just been. Did you do anything special this time around? Ah, uh, we're in France, like visiting like my dad. Mm. Not so no. <laughs> <laughs> Did just you go like, out just for dinner, the two of you at least? Yeah, but like it was this little French town. Yeah. So like in Paris, everyone's really nice now. Like I mean, I know there's a bit a bit much to say given the rioting going on <laughs> currently, but like no, like in back in the day in Paris, like you speak English, they get a bit snooty. Yeah, very but much. But this so. time, no, like oh. they were very happy to speak English. Yeah, and I think it's because the Olympics are coming, so they're on their best behavior. Okay, really? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. Like they were, they were not. You were there recently. Yeah, I thought uh, the young people were nice and the old people were assholes. Uh, that was my theory. But that's just kind of standard. Life. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember being in an apartment store in Paris when it was pouring rain and I was Did you say apartment store? <laughs> you did say <laughs> apartment store. <laughs> Department store. This, this is and how fucking middle class this guy is. It's, I always apartment store. Yeah, it's called a real estate agent. <laughs> uh, uh, give me a break. I'm hungover. I, I went to this apartment store and I was just asking for an umbrella. Yeah. And I was obviously speaking English and everyone that worked there pretended like they, they couldn't understand. Even I was doing the umbrella gesture and they were, everyone was just pretending that they so couldn't speak a word. Umbrella gestures and like putting it up, <laughs> and then like going yeah, under I'm it. Like, just like I'm doing rain, the, I'm doing umbrella. I'm like, have you got an umbrella? I'm all pretending that they can't speak a word of English. I think they're looking at you, being like, this motherfucker does not know how to play the trombone. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolute garbage. But you get out of Paris and they're much nicer. I found, but you're saying in Opposite. Paris they're nicer, dude. Complete inverse. I thought like, that too. Yeah, because yeah, like I, we were in this like little town and it was just like we're just trying to get dinner and it was just that thing where it's like they're like, how many like you know in French like you know. They do that thing, and you're like, you're like, duh. 
And they're like, they kind of give you like a little greasy for a sec. And they're like, oh, complete, complete, done. And I'm like, but there's fucking tables and it's 8.30. Like, there's no way this is done. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. for real. We, we had this one place and it was like, well, like, duh. And he's like, yeah, come in and just like sit down. And then like food just starts getting brought. And we didn't realize, but it was like a medieval themed restaurant. <laughs> Amazing. So everything was like little things of like bread that you'd spread stuff on. Like that was every course. Three courses and dessert was just little things of bread, spread stuff on, eat. What else was there that made it? you realise it was medieval? Was and what part of that was medieval themed? <laughs> <laughs> was the staff in like a, a suit of armour? What, what was the giveaway? <laughs> there were medieval factors, all right? There was yeah, talk, yeah, you, all right, talk us through them. How's, how's your ye olde breakfast? Uh, this is toast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there was, there was a very, very clear fiefdom. Like that, 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 was, that was noticeable. All right. Yep. The fight, like, you know, there was like a king. Yeah. There was, there was, there was, um, t- t- what is it? Tariffs? What was the thing? No, tithe. Tithe? Tithes? Oh, that's the church. Yeah, that's a that's the church. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> clearly, I don't know a lot about medieval things, despite having spent some time in the past recently at this restaurant. Um, but no, like there was just like the guy kind of. It was like old school. Like the food wasn't like nothing was like modern. Right. But like they had like a giant wine glass. Was there a moat around the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture anything to help you out here. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely medieval. I, look, I don't. I, there was a suit of armor. Uh, there was just it was just medieval. Right? It just was. It it lacked the the you know enlightenment of the Renaissance. Like it it did. It just did. All right. Like I don't. Yeah. Now in. Now I'm thinking, am I just being very mean about this restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't medieval themed. And I'm like, man, this is some basic food. This must be a fucking theme. All these French people have been like, oh, lovely, authentic, simple cuisine. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, just, it just was. Fuck off. Like, right. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so we did that. But like, I, there was too much bread. Too much I think bread. in general, Paris and France, in my review, too much bread. <laughs> I would have liked some rice. The bread's really good though. It was just, there was just too much of it, right? It was too much. Yeah, I, it was good. Like you're like, hey, this is great, and they're like, hey, here's another course of bread, and I'm like, I just would like some rice. <laughs> I would have liked some rice. <laughs> I would have liked some rice. Meanwhile, Japan, real absence of bread. <laughs> would have liked a lot more. Look, in France, they colonized some Asian countries. I'm expecting some rice, like not heaps, <laughs> just enough to remind you of the glory days. Like that's what I was looking for. But yeah, it was just it was okay. There was a nice sunset. That's nice, you know, anniversary, nice sunset. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's uh, romantic. Yeah. That's kinda like it though, you know? I don't, what are you supposed to do though? Like I don't I don't really anniversary. Know. I mean, you tell me you're the married dude. This is Yeah, this well, this is the leather anniversary. Oh yeah. Because there's different things. Yeah, there are things. Is there a different That's thing true. every every year? Every year. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought it was Leather. just like, you know, they'd bring up the 15 and like, oh, you got to get me gold or whatever. Mm. But like, no, nah, every year. Like the first year's paper. Yep. Second year, cotton. Third year, leather. And Mary and I are kind of alternating. So I did paper and now I've done leather. But I kind of, I was supposed to get her a bag and then she like, you know, couldn't decide on the bag. And so now I've got her nothing. <laughs> but that's not my fault. <laughs> Who decides on this order of things? Paper, leather, the the the, ca- the the council, <laughs> the, the marriage council. <laughs> like they all get together and they're like three years in leather. What's the fourth year? I don't know. Have you, you you haven't planned out what you're getting versus what you're giving? Well, that was the thing about the the bag. It was like she was doing a, a present like an add up. I don't know if you guys do that. No. Like where it's like, hey, don't get me anything for my birthday, Christmas, oh, Valentine's right. Day. Get me this for my anniversary. That's really expensive. Yeah, okay. Like that was the that was the go. And and you didn't do that either. Well, we went to the line. Like we there's a line. There's like a two and a half hour line. And my favorite thing was this American guy, like his wife was like out walking, then he she comes back and she's like, How's it going? And he's like, Well fucking, I'm still standing outside the store. <laughs> so clearly not great. And then she's like, Oh yeah, just don't worry, I'll just be back in like a minute. And he's like, how long do we have to stand here to get this fucking bag? <laughs> like, actually, wait, it was a which, dumb bag. Which, called it a dumb bag. Which part of America is this guy from? Oh, uh, middle. Yeah, okay. The, but wor- like, the worst part. But like wealth, though. These are like exy bags, dude. I'm talking like, I think it was like 1,500 euro. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, that's so much. Mm. For like a tote. It was just a fancy tote. <laughs> tote. It was. Like that kind of make. I know about bags now. <laughs> what brand was this? Uh, Goyard. <laughs> Go yard, yeah. 
It kind of sounds a bit Aussie, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking go yard. Get a go yard bag, dude. Andrew's having prison flashbacks with go yard. I'm sure flashbacks, unfortunately. Are you sure that's how you pronounce it? It sounds... Like, I, um, I'm sure it's like, you know, they fucking French it up a bit. Goyard. Goyard something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But it is Goyard. Goyard. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, we won. It's Goyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, France. You don't get the big like Goyard. Goyard cunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's like, is that a bloody Goyard? <laughs> oh, your missus must be stoked. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the misdirect that is Moet. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's Moet. It's actually it's Moet. It's like, fuck off. The, the one example where it isn't what you think it'd be. I'm very proud that you know True. that. Really? A lot of people don't know. A lot of people are like Moet. And you're like, no, nah, it's the Dutch bit. Moet, shut up. It's Dutch, is it? Yeah, Moet Chandon. Like, that's the. Oh, okay. You know, the Dutch and then the French bit. I'm a wanker. Is that, is <laughs> what? that clear? Is that clear? I'm like, yeah, I was going to buy my wife a 1500 euro bag, but I'm going to call it Goyard out of spite. <laughs> Just ruin the value of it completely. <laughs> You're sitting in a restaurant, like, order the Moet, call it Moet, do it, <laughs> fucking do it, do it. See if he corrects you. I think we should get this one. How do you say this one? The Moet? Wrong. Uh, wrong, you French dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you roll it up into one big present. And yeah, it's a go yard bag. That was that was the idea. Yeah. It was yeah. going to be, and what? So you didn't, you couldn't make it through the line. Well, no, like Mary went against because Mary oh. was like, Mary was like, I don't know, because like, I was like, honestly, I don't know what you're going to use this bag for, because like it's a, it is a tote, like it's not like an elegant kind of like go out for dinner bag. It's like a put stuff in the bag and walk around. And I'm like, I don't think this. Needs to be the exy bag, mm. but she's like, "Can I put more presents aside for an even more expensive bag?" And I'm like, "Yes, like, I agree with that system." <laughs> what year is suede? We'll wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like the leather, like the leather is the anniversary of this going. But yeah, she likes. I don't know. She's just handbags. That's like her thing. Yep. Like I a lot know. of girls. Like, yeah, Beatty's a big handbag. Handbag. Yeah. yeah. So like, obviously, the the channel is number one. Chanel. There we go. So I know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just having a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in Paris, we were staying in Hotel Louvre, but obviously we called it Hotel Louvre. Like yes. we were doing that. And then we're on, it was like Rue de Rivoli and we called it Ravioli Street. Like we're having fun. Yeah. yeah. Classic <laughs> banter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, the marriage has gone pretty well. Man. <laughs> couple of laughs. <laughs> we're on holiday. We give it light. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, except for the fucking spending, uh, that is heavy. Uh, but no, yeah. So that's that's like that's her thing. That's like she's like, I like bags. I'll always overspend on bags, and I'm like, that's reasonable. Yep. But all she got on the trip was a tracksuit. That was actually all she bought. For you? No, for her. Yeah, right. And she bought me this. Actually, this is fresh. Look at this. Got a little big collar. Little little white collar. Yeah, I like it. Bit a bit like Santa tracksuit. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to picture you in like some kind of leather. Leather tracksuit, leather leather bondage outfit. Be like, well, we couldn't get the bag, but here's another little marriage present for you. Yeah, my mind did go to gimp mask. <laughs> how, how did how did the kink community take leather from us? <laughs> That's been a staple of lots of items of clothing: belts, shoes, whips. They're like whips. Let's go. Let's focus on that. Like seriously, you guys both went leather. You're like Dan's putting a gimp mask on. He's zipping his mouth he's shut. The leather daddy. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Go, go yard in my asshole. Like that's what we're that's what we're doing here. You're two and a half years into a marriage with someone into bondage. It's not going great. Like well, we got to hold out for three years. Not <laughs> so. I've been waiting so long for this anniversary. So what's what's after leather? I, I don't know. You don't like, know. I don't okay. know. We we haven't like let's not let's not can our chickens, right? Is this marriage gonna last? <laughs> so this is, well, I was just checking. This isn't gonna be a Jamie pull it up podcast because we have the we could find the answer or we. Uh, do people need closure? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because like, I've found this, like, because I've you know I've been on podcasts before. And people message you being like, "You're such a fucking idiot." Of yep. course, the fourth year is, ex-. and I'm like, I'm just happy for the engagement. You know, like just to encourage people to be passionately yelling at their radio, at their fucking thing. uh, Do you sit on the other side of podcasts and I have that response where you're like, it's just, it's like, did either of you guys watch the uh, the Beatles, that documentary that was on Disney? No. Uh, Well, like, you know about the the Peter Jackson thing? I'm aware of the Beatles, yeah, I got it. You know the Beatles? (laughs) Liverpool, four of them, sick. (laughs) Uh, Not not many alive. (laughs) Uh, 50% still alive. George Martin made that long documentary of them making the Let It Be album, and you see George, mm-hmm. uh, you see uh, Paul McCartney writing songs, and he doesn't know the the lyrics yet because he's writing them. He's like the long and winding road, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's to your door, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're Beatles planning, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Beatles planning. Just like you fucking idiot. Everyone knows that's the lyric because you figured it out. <laughs> John's like, think about moving to New York. Don't do it, John. Don't go there. <laughs> hey, John, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go walk in the park. John, no, <laughs> no parks for you. I'm trying to solve things. <laughs> That's the thing. Everyone's like, go back in time, kill baby Hitler. It's like, no, no, I want to, I'm going to stop John Lennon taking a walk. <laughs> just like shoot him in the ankle. They're like, you'll thank me later. And you go back to the present. Someone, I, someone's described me as a roast is that uh, Tom looks like if he had a time machine, he'd go back in time and save Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Who, who said that one? Sam Menzies. Yeah, that's that's good. pretty good. That is good. I like, I like that save, like, you know, as in like stop him like killing himself. It's just like, just like in 1941. It's like, hey, just, just hold off on Russia for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> for a bit like not forever you're gonna get it but yeah. for a bit stagger it yeah <laughs> you want too much too soon play it slow make them wait <laughs> just like you know that old saying it's like don't invade Russia till the third year yeah you, know? like, you, can't, fight a, you can't fight a war on two fronts dude finger on the second date Russia fourth year of the war like you gotta build up your artillery artillery Ugh, artillery fuck it is early it is early for me what is it fucking 11 that's the biggest fuck up since me calling it an apartment store <laughs> I like apartment store I like the I would prefer that like as if anybody wouldn't prefer to just go into a fucking store and just be like I want the two bedroom and they're like no worries sir and what size what colour would that be in a white thank you oh I mean the wall colour oh sorry uh, I was talking in the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> like so wait you were just on a date that's why that's why you're a bit dusty you're uh, on a date yes i was the last, opposite of a marriage last night last night yes i was on a date uh went well uh, went well yeah i think so how how, how like well <laughs> <coughs> um well we parted ways about 3 30 in the morning at a porto uh, so <laughs> I'll let you be the judge of whether that's a good, uh, the, the measurement of a good date or not. But um, I think we're going to see each other again. So that's usually a good sign. Got to start saving up some driving gloves in about three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you work for a Porto as an Uber Eats driver, <laughs> got your little gloves, being like, oh, those oven mitts are so tacky. Let's do the driving gloves. <laughs> um, yeah, so like what, ended at 3.30 to Porto. Mm-hmm. Separate ways? Separate ways. Separate ways after a Porto. Yeah. I think it's hard to pull a comeback to mine after well, a 3 and a Porto. <laughs> also, when like, we both live with our parents, it's like, you know. Oh, both know. live with the parents. Yeah. Different parents, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't go on dates with your sister? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one, unfortunately. <laughs> Would have made high school a lot easier, I'm telling you. Um, uh, yes. So... Yes, yeah, so I'm living with my parents because uh, life hasn't worked out for me. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she's living with her parents. That's right, because she bought an apartment that uh, at the apartment store. <laughs> <laughs> and, Is that uh, what you meant? Yeah, she said that she's basically just got someone else paying paying it off, so she lives with her parents at the moment. Oh, smart. Yeah, that's fiscally very responsible. Yeah, it sounds shit though. It does sound shit, but uh, have you found that in th- life anything that's like financially advised is lame? Sounds shit. Yeah, it's just like super lame. It's like, have you thought about this? It's like, oh yeah, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'm like pay- to do the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the practicality of like living with your parents, yeah, you know, when you're trying to have an active sex life is not fantastic. Um, what is the go on that? Because it's been a while. Like I was living at home since so twenty four, five, yeah. and like yeah. that was that's when you when you're dating someone and they're like, I live with my parents. You're like. Good to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is never going to work. Uh, well, I spent a lot of time out uh, for that reason. Um, but when I first uh, when I first started living with my parents, I had to have like girls would come over and like there's like a basement, like a home theater, and so I was just having sex down at my. <laughs> Parents, it's a very positive step forward from basement to home theater. <laughs> <laughs> I start with home theater. <laughs> hey, do you want to come down to the basement? No, no, no. Rebrand. Would you like to watch a film in my home theater? Thirty-seven-year-old man inviting you over to have sex in my parents' basement. Yeah, <laughs> it's a home theater. Well, technically, it's a laptop on a stool. <laughs> And only I get to watch the film. 
Yeah. Uh, so wait, so how many is it a three level? Is that the idea? Three level, right? Yes. Yeah, so so are the parents like level two your basement, so there's a whole fuck free level <laughs> in the middle. That's right. Because they're obviously far. going hard on level two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Poke the roof with the broom. They're like, keep it down. <laughs> I like the picture, like your parents, like you're living with them, and like you're always like, they're salting my game, but they're like, fuck, Andrew's salting our game. You know? like, we were fucking all the time. And now they're like, oh, he's in the home theater. That gives us two hours to go hard. Get out that third year anniversary present. Let's go wild. I think all, all of us like to, at a certain age, pretend our, our parents like never have sex uh, uh, other than when they had us, right? You just well, well, my parents got divorced like soon after, so yeah. for me, there's evidence. <laughs> <laughs> but then, unfortunately, like I, I borrowed my dad's car when he was overseas, and in the console, in the middle, condoms and Viagra. Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, this kid plans ahead. Holy shit! I don't know. I don't know what kind of. Pre, like non-menopausal women, my seventy-two-year-old dad is fucking, but he's <laughs> taking he's taking no chances. I was actually uh, seeing a girl not too long ago who uh, works as a farmer rep, sells uh, Viagra, right? Mm. And so she just spends her days on the phone to guys uh, having erectile dysfunction. Sure. And uh, she's is very that how you meant? <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. Yeah, didn't I? <laughs> just leaving that door fucking ajar. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but she's like very attractive, but then like, also like she's one of the only. Uh, one of the only females in the entire business that works in the boner pills b- business, right? What? I thought that would be female dominated. No, no mostly, I don't reckon. Mostly dudes. So um, there's some guys that obviously don't want to talk to her because they're not comfortable talking to a woman, a particularly attractive one, about the fact that they're having trouble getting it up. Whereas other guys look like totally like, you know, like almost like they're on the phone to get the Viagra, but at the same time they're trying to downplay it. Like, oh, it's only a trouble problem sometimes. <laughs> sure, it sure, was a problem with you, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, she gets that a lot. Like I say, oh, it wouldn't be a trouble if I was with you and all that kind of stuff. And then she gets um, she, these weird voicemails. She'll come into the work and it was just uh, the sound of a guy jacking off on the phone all the time. Oh. Jack off vo- voicemails. Well, at least the product's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Voicemail. <laughs> if I worked at a boner pill phone line, I would insist on absolutely no voicemail. <laughs> it's like, please leave a message for, don't even fucking think about it. Beep. <laughs> like, come on. Like, yeah, that's going to be gross bros. At the, at the very least, you know those voicemails are just voice to text recognition? Probably just get that one. <laughs> Yeah, what's the tech here? <laughs> what are you going to text me? What say? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just like that. Can I get some Virago, please? It's like, oh, these talk-to-text things never fucking work. I just, like, maybe that's just me, but I definitely would prefer, like, to talk to a lady about, like, struggling to get it up because that's who I've spoken to about it previously. You know? Like, <laughs> it's not like I, like, I fail and I go to the fellas and I'm like, oh, boys. No good in there. <laughs> so I promise t- this never true. happens. So who are you talking? You're talking about the person. It's, well, you don't really have a choice. I'm presuming to the woman that you're talking to about it. Exactly. At least it's, it's comfortable, you know, because like it's just like she's seen the failure, and you're like, hey, yeah, and you're like, well, this is how this it never usually normally goes happens. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because I've had too many drinks. You yeah. Know. I got to say, like, it was never that was never a huge issue of mine. But there was like one time where like. I, I, I put in, I would argue, the worst sexual performance you can possibly put in. Like, just absolute shocker. So it was like the night of, couple of drinks, back to mine, just couldn't, couldn't get anything going. And she put in a huge effort. Like, you know that thing where it's just like, she's working like double time and you're like, I just, I'm so sorry. It just makes it feel, you feel worse. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, we're... One of us is bringing it, <laughs> and it is not me, you know? Um, and then the like, next next morning we wake up, and then it's like, hey, let's let's give this thing another go. And, like, I'm going to say seven to 11 seconds in, I'm just like, shit, I think I just came. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's that's it. So, that's what happened. Yeah, so you, you went from both ends of the spectrum. That's you're, what I mean. Yeah, you were, you were bad in both... Measures one both ways. Yeah, yeah, and it just like just like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no coming back from that. You're just like, yeah, clearly I fail 
in multiple ways. Like, you know, just like, and yeah, but that was like, just like a very much a one-off. That uh, sounds like every cat. <laughs> that was the only time it happened. Only time. Um, I've never really had problems before, but I do remember once in a 12-hour period, I, I, I couldn't get it up and then couldn't stop myself. Almost instantly one after the other was the same woman. But other than that. Other than that. I got all my problems out in this one 12-hour period. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. Wait, so wait, this is the current one that works with the Viagra thing or no? Uh, no, no. This was, was uh, the previous, this, previous relationship. Yeah, yeah, this was a little while ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, it made me wonder. I mean, obviously, it's a weird. It's, a, it's an interesting and a weird job it would be to be selling boner pills. Mm. Um, over the phone? Over the phone. Is she like sales or like consult? Um, so she she does. They, they don't call it cold calling. They call it soft calling. <laughs> Essentially, she does she does both, right? So she'll do the consult, and then from there she can prescribe them. Um, the, right. Yeah. But like, but does she have like a like? Does she have like a quota? Like, is um, she, she, like, she takes commission. Yeah. yeah okay. That's yeah. what I was wondering. Because yeah. is it just like, hey, yeah, we can help, or is it like, hey? You're never gonna please a woman ever again <laughs> unless you give me money. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there's a, a vested interest in selling them the boner pills and then getting them like oh they, they'll go on to like a, a uh, I guess it's what is it, like a subscription. What is it called? I don't like know, for like a second a, there, I thought you were gonna say registry, and I was like, <laughs> no, Andrew, <laughs> that is not what that's for. Um, uh, yeah, they got a prescription. Actually, question: yeah. Did she give you some recreationally? I've never had it. No. I thought I would she, try it. If she was in the game, she'd yeah. be like, check this out. Um, You're going to get a stiffy like the past. <laughs> I would definitely try one just out of curiosity, but I haven't had one. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. My friend gave me some because he like, he's got like a company that like sells all that shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah you, can, you can try. And I've just got them in the drawer. And I'm like, it's, it's like I, I've never like in the recent time had sex coming up where like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like my, my friend tells a story about being out on a night out with a mate, and was tr- they were both trying to pick up, and they were both striking out. And at some point in the night, my mate, uh, his friend comes and goes, "Open your mouth." And he does, and he puts a pill in his mouth, and he swallows. He goes, "What, what was that?" He goes, "Viagra." <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Clock's ticking, champion. Because <laughs> like for what for what like I had a couple of mates who've given it a bash. It's like it's not that like you will just immediately like get an erection. Like it's not like that in like the films kind of thing. Mm. It's like if you want one, it will like assist you to get one, and it'll be like just the most focused. Like you know what I mean? I mean like I- the 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 Dwayne the Rock Johnson of erections. Like it's <laughs> it's put in a fucking effort. I hear you, but I'd also be worried like just the the, the smallest graze of a leg, and suddenly like that's enough to just set you off. But uh, that's not that's not the thing though, right? It's not about like excitement. It's about blood flow, basically, isn't it? Yeah, I don't I don't think like I think it like helps, but like I don't think it like would just you know immediately like you know you're just getting a, an erection. <laughs> like I, I think, don't think it's that. I think for podcast episode two, we need to be all sitting here having had a Viagra and <laughs> <laughs> the Viagra episode. <laughs> just like but I didn't I didn't realize at the time, Andrew, but I really like that last joke of yours. <laughs> Some of your best work on the pod. You're like three white dudes to, talking on a podcast. Like that sounds pretty gay. <laughs> Wait till you listen to the Viagra episode. <laughs> Flog cabin brought to you. By Viagra. <laughs> Just like, could the name sound any gayer? It's like, <laughs> fucking watch it. <laughs> the microphones don't pick up everything. Wait, so the date the date ended at a Porto's. Did yes. you did you was it like a planned date or did you meet her out and then so it we went on? Uh, so I met her at a Mexican restaurant in mm-hmm. New Town for dinner and drinks. We had spicy margaritas and nice. tacos. And then uh, I know this is considered in the did comedy. You, did you world. pay? Uh, I did. Yes. Yeah, nice. Uh, I know this is considered a um, poor form in the comedy world, but I, I had to then drag her along to me doing a gig for twenty minutes. Wow! <laughs> like just to to sit in. Well, uh, she did come into the room while I was on. You let her in the room. I've I've heard comedians talk about having first dates at gigs of theirs, which is fucking mental to me. Mm. Well, I like with Mary, like my my wife, like she she came like we'd met. Then she like we didn't really hang out for ages, and then like like years, and then like she came to see a show, and then after that like I met her Newtown Hotel, like when I was doing a gig, and like I made her wait outside. I was yeah. like, "This is a shitty open mic. You're gonna stay out here, and then we'll get a drink." Well, this was Newtown Hotel last night, 
right? Dude. Um, but, Shit, what was her name? Uh, the, the girl that I was on the date with. I'm just kidding. It's all right. I'm just like, <laughs> my wife's fucking two-timing me. This is, this is horrible stuff. <laughs> and I got her a tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I fall in love with Dan? Did I fall in love with Cactus Juice Open Mic? <laughs> I think, dude, I think this is like pre-Cactus Juice. This oh, was really? like pause. Like, yeah, piece of shit comedy. I think that was <laughs> what name. it was actually sure for, yeah. She, she came along while I did that gig. Uh, Sat in? She sat in. How'd you go? Uh, fine. Was it just her? Were you, were you headlining? Yes. Ooh. Uh, nice. So <laughs> That's good. But uh, I... Yeah, Crowd worker? It, it, the original plan was for us to go out on Friday night and I was and I didn't have anything on, right? Yes. But then her her flight, she, she had some flight issues. For, she was in Melbourne. Okay. And Does she live in Melbourne? No, she lives in Sydney, okay. but she was just in Melbourne for work. And so then I was like, well, I, I don't really, I, I've got all this other shit on. I was like, Saturday night, I, we could do something. I just, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Middle yeah. of the night, I'm going to have to run in and just do like a bit of time on stage. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that sounds funny. And I, she never, she was like, this is the weirdest date that I've ever been did invited she, to. Did you know that you did comedy? Or was this like yes, she knew, yeah, okay. she knew that. Did, has she seen you do comedy before? Uh, no, she hadn't. She, okay. she, we'd been connected because she followed me after listening to me on a true crime podcast. Okay. Right? Uh, so she's heard you talk about committing true crimes? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. And she's like, yeah, hey. That's, Yeah. <laughs> That was the connection. Oh, so she she DM you? Is that how this? So um, it's a bit convoluted. She followed me, and then uh, my uh, a workmate said that uh, his partner was friends with her, and that she had mentioned that she followed me, and um, that I should should hit her up. So I I sent her a oh. DM. So I, I sent her a DM and was like, "Hey, uh, sorry for randomly following you. Even though I don't, you don't know who you are, um, we should hang out." Yeah. Oh, but that was you got the invite. Yeah. That, that wasn't you know that's not creepy. No. That's not, that's not a creepy DM slot. No, that's it's a, not. That's a welcome. Yeah. It was welcome. A yes. welcome DM slot. Yeah. So uh, yes, we we eventually been, we were chatting for a couple of weeks, then we we hung out last night. So was the true crime podcast like? Were you serious on that, or were you like being funny? Uh. So it's. Gary Jubilant, the uh, I Catch Killers podcast. Yeah, but right? Just very quickly, I think it's funny how you're like, uh, Andrew's done a whole hour show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival about going to prison and crime. And you're like, so are you funny when you talk about <laughs> no, crime? Because, because like the tone of the podcast. Like, As it's a yeah. true crime, crime podcast. podcast. Like you're just like, Andrew's there being like, hey, hey like, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you something about watching Home and Away. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> so he's an ex-cop and he's quite like a serious guy. And most of the guests that they have on are very serious. T- they talk about murders and all yeah, that kind of Tom, stuff. Fucking idiot! So but it sounds like they, the, they, the worst sting operation <laughs> of all time. Next cup. Yeah. So, is there any crimes they didn't get you for? <laughs> Are you aware of any other people committing crimes right now, Andrew? You're drinking a coffee mug and he puts it into an evidence bag. It's <laughs> uh, like I never would have picked this on the podcast called Double Jeopardy. <laughs> so, the podcast is literally called I Catch Killers, right? Uh, but. Uh, I think they, they wanted me on to lighten the mood. And they didn't get you on as a comedian. That's <laughs> <what I heard. laughs> it was funny watching me like trivialize, make fun of like my crimes and magic mushrooms, all this kind of stuff. And he's mm-hmm. laughing, but then he's always like, like um, uh, we shouldn't laugh. That's st- it's still illegal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually super funny. I would, I would watch that. <laughs> Just this cup being like, oh, it's a funny. No, but seriously. Um, <laughs> it's still illegal. It's very bad. Um, yeah. Even though they have been decriminalized in the most recent budget. But uh, other than that, and, fuck you. And your, and your description of the Raptor Squad raiding your house is hilarious, but it's also very serious, yes. <laughs> and they're doing great work. <laughs> Let's not pretend. Go Raptors. <laughs> so, uh, Go Raptors. <laughs> is, that, is that fair? <laughs> Go to the Raptor Squad, Go Raptors. <laughs> uh, just hit me with a baton, and I'm like, "That's fair. <laughs> that is fair." This is this is tenuous, but there was a, a mate of mine I remember told this story, and you know those like kind of uh, urban legends in groups where it's like I. In my head, this story happened, but I don't think it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy was going to a pu- went to a bar one night and saw one of his mates was drinking a snake bite, and the guy was like, What's "A snake bite? A snake bite? I think you know this was British cider and blackcurrant. Oh, ah. we call it like a 
we had them here at like backpacker bars. Yeah, it was like a VB with um with like grenadine. Grenadine, yeah. yeah. And they'd have the letter it'd have the letter S in grenadine in it. Ah. Like, so they're like really, uh, yeah. It, it's like kind so of like a classy <laughs> beverage. Oh yeah, 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 is what you're saying. Uh, and Going straight uh, to the Goyard store <laughs> after that. <laughs> a guy brought over. Are you drinking a snake bite? He's like, yeah, they're fifty percent off. Like, are you serious? Like, yeah, you just got to go. Hey, can I get a snake bite? Oh. <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah. He goes up to the bartender and like, hey, uh, can I get two snake bites? <laughs> <laughs> and the bartender's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, just straight up lie? Beautiful. Straight up lie. Love it. Full prize for two snake bites. They used to be all. For free. It just cost his dignity. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To be oh, at the at the Commodore in North Sydney on Thursdays, right? Mm. Um, I'm just bringing me back to this. Is, this like is the wrong side of the bridge 20. for me, mate. You, look, you you're probably direct <laughs> yeah, this back yeah, this way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from the Upper North Shore, but I can fill the gaps. They had, it's all right. they had uh, I'll picture Kalara. The fact that you're like I'm from the Upper North Shore as opposed to the Lower North Shore, a distinctly different place. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right off. <laughs> on behalf of everybody south of the Harbour Bridge, we don't give a shit. <laughs> They, they had this gimmick called... It's all called south of Chatswood to me. <laughs> <laughs> they had a rock-off thing. Called, it was called Toss the Boss. And so it was like two hours Toss on Thursday. Toss the Boss? Yeah. Toss the Boss was great. And it was two Can hours. Toss the Boss? Two hours. It sounds like a segment on Flog Cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Take the Viagra, then you toss the boss. Uh, yeah, but it was... Bruce Springsteen, get in here. Two hours... <laughs> Two hours of rock off. <laughs> Thank you. That was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Tom, 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 Tom Whitcomb earned uh, uh, the bickies this week. Well done. Yeah, go on. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to beat the... <laughs> <laughs> beat, beat jerking off Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just two hours of uh, any drinks you ordered, you got to rock off. Uh, scissor paper rock against the bar staff, and if you won, the drinks were free. Yeah, I remember. And so this. you'd know bar. St- so we'd have friends behind a bar, and they they just they'd go, "I'm going rock." <laughs> <laughs> so like it was just so. <laughs> I'm just picturing that as like the RSA is they're like, "I'm going rock," and then you go scissors, and they're like, "You cut off." <laughs> you are clearly unable to stomach any more alcohol. You're you, fucking done, you, mate. Yeah, you you just know there's still someone that would have fucked that up at least once. 100%. <laughs> I'm going rock. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Just <laughs> someone with coordination <laughs> issues. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Dicker. You're not getting in my head. <laughs> they think it's a bluff. <laughs> it's a bluff. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. That would be so funny. Just these Machiavellian bastards. <laughs> like, we actually take a huge amount of pride in our job at the Commodore <laughs> in North Sydney. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fuck. Like that is that still allowed? Like I don't. You don't hear about those kind of silly gimmicky promotions as much these days anymore. So apparently, you know how Merivale does that thing where it's forty nine percent off drinks in June. Have you? You know that was the thing they did for a while. No, this is you working in advertising, mate. Like we're, <laughs> we're not aware of that specific promotion for the month Great of June. Promotion. It was a ma- It was a thing brought to you by Merivale uh, <laughs> outside the month of June. Uh, yeah. Apparently, you can't discount drinks more than fifty percent or more. So that's mm. the biggest discount you can put on a drink at a hospitality venue. But like, Toss the Boss isn't a discount; it's a game. Mm. I reckon that's how it's they get around away. it. Loophole. Yeah, because like that's the, like with Jimmy Brings. Right? I remember back in the day, Jimmy Brings. It was like you can't deliver people alcohol. No, 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 we're not delivering them alcohol. We're delivering them a bag of oh, chips yeah. with a bonus case of beer. Mm. Like that's how they got around it. 
So was it really you buy a $62 bag of salt and vinegar? Correct. Yeah, right. And they just bring you two cases. Being like, man, what a great deal. <laughs> the best promotion I ever uh, used to hit up all the time was in Bathurst when I was there for uni. They had a pub called the Waratah that had a promotion where if you buy a chicken schnitzel, you got a free jug of Bundy Draft, right? Bundy Draft? Yeah. Like, that's a big thing in uh, like out Central West is they have Bundaberg Coke on tap. Oh, right. fuck, sorry. I thought Bundaberg had like a limited alcoholic ginger beer range. Yeah, Bundaberg they... and Coke on tap from a oh. keg. And so you just drink this stuff all the time. Uh, but you get a schnitzel. It's not, not buy a drink, get some free food. It's buy the food and you get a jug of Bundy Draft. So that's so much Coca-Cola. Like that's mm. how I'm looking at that. I'm not looking like that's a lot of Bundy. I'm like, <laughs> that's a fucking lot of Coca-Cola, you type 2 diabetes dogs. <laughs> like that's crazy. So I'd, we'd go there for dinner. I'd buy a bu- ju- jug of Bundy or buy the snitty, get in the jug of Bundy. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to be thirsty again. So I'd buy another schnitzel <laughs> and I would go and put it, I'd cover it with some napkins and I'd hide it somewhere under a couch in the pub for like later that evening because I knew at about 1am when we're all pissed then some people would be playing pool and I'd go excuse me out of this like sea of people and just pull a random chicken schnitzel out of nowhere I'm, I'm so disappointed we didn't bring up your nickname earlier on the podcast <laughs> double dinner we're, we're going to get a call back that only we get because the mics weren't on yeah. okay then you're describing your data like the Apportos thing was not out of character and I'm like it sounds a bit out of character then with this anecdote I'm like no spot on <laughs> this man likes a late night chicken yes yes double dinner Hamilton I like the, the idea that you went up to the pool table because in my head it's like you had the schnitzel where they keep the triangle <laughs> 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 you pull oh. the triangle out pull the schnitzel out put the triangle back and they're like who the fuck is that <laughs> oh that's double dinner Hamilton wouldn't worry about it <laughs> don't worry chips he does this all the time pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one pocket for chips one pocket for salad <laughs> Gravy. <laughs> you bring out one of the balls that's covered in mushroom sauce. Like, what the fuck is this? That's that's so insane that like but I'm like that because the deal, like you can't go past the deal, so you will order a schnitzel you don't want Absolutely. just to take advantage. <laughs> I was going to get a second jug of Bundy Draft anyway. So, and it's like, well, what do you do with this second schnitzel? I know my future self in three, four hours is going to really want that. So, <laughs> let's go hide it. I, I thought, look, I'll be honest, I thought you were taking it home and like having it like another day. And you're like, no. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I think as any, you know, Australian person, probably unique to us as a country, weirdly went through a stage in their life where they were having more than one schnitzel a week. Yeah. <laughs> but you were having more than one schnitzel a, a night. <laughs> that is like, that is kind of outrageous. Like, cause I, you know, did pub trivia for a while and they'd give you free food. So I was having like two or three schnitzels a week. Mm. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, that is a cry for help. Mm. <laughs> but it's you're just like, too much. you had like your, your schnitzel and then your stash schnitzel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like someone had an apocalypse bunker. <laughs> Hammer's got his inner two hour schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. But like fuck like Bundy out the tap, was that like that come on, that's not on, is it? Oh man. Like, I know it's fucking Bathurst and everything west of Parramatta's Penrith, but like <laughs> fucking hell. Well I went back to Bathurst a few weeks ago. Back to Bathurst? Uh, yeah, I that was sounds like an there. album. <laughs> <laughs> like just and like a very rural Australian comedian's album. Back to Bathurst. <laughs> Comes out of Thunderstruck. <laughs> Back in bath. <laughs> uh, but I was at a pub and I was disappointed to see that they didn't have Bundy Draft on tap. And so maybe things have changed. <laughs> For the better. So, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, so we don't have Bundy Tap on Draft. We don't have Bundy Tap on Draft. Uh, just the two schnitzels then? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing <laughs> you, you get the uh, the tables with the numbers on them. You put one on your table and one next to the ball table. <laughs> I just, no, I'm just like you know, like pub the regular deal, the two for one. Just like you're like yeah, two for one schnitzels, thanks. It's just like yeah, and who are you with? It's like just me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> oh, oh, good boy. I forgot about John. Four schnitzels. <laughs> it's like sorry. Just like would you like the food together? Like you know when it's ready. It's like no. Can I get the schnitzel as an entree and the other one as a main? Is that possible? Actually, space it out a bit further. Entree and dessert, both schnitzels. Thanks. That'd be great. 
I just, yeah. I mean, in I lived in Berlin, and like in Berlin, I ate. Um, I think it was a kilo schnitzel. Mm. Might be a kilo and a half. As, and a, got, as a challenge. Well, it a personal challenge. A personal challenge. <laughs> the restaurant, the restaurant, like didn't give you. I think you got a certificate. I think you got a certificate. We finished. There was no like picture on the wall or anything. Mm. And like, I think it was a kilo and a half, which I think is like approx like five. Uh, regulation schnitzels. That's a big schnitty, yeah. Yeah, and like that was <laughs> regulation schnitzel. According to the rule book, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like they've got a universal schnitzel in Austria, <laughs> and like they measure it against it, three hundred grams. There it is. Was it hanging over the plate, mate? It was like an extra large, like it was genuinely like that, like it was like an extra large plate, and then under the schnitzel was like potatoes, mm. and then like while I was doing the challenge, like this German guy who ran the place would just come over and just like. He didn't like try to pump you up because like they're Germans and they hate enthusiasm. Like the, he'd just like undermine me. <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, you're struggling." This a small woman. She finished it easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, just oh. like oh, last week, like she, I think she was a gym. So small, like, just absolutely demolished it. A potato soup. <laughs> I got taunted by a very similar situation. There's a Canadian restaurant in Bondi called the Stuffed Beaver. Wow. Right? Classy people. And uh, the, the, food, the food is actually really good. But <laughs> Snow pokers? You don't do that? <laughs> no, I haven't had it before. Dude, I saw that online this year and I'm like, that is locked and loaded. <laughs> that is Canadians for fucking ever. I've tried to shorten it to snogans just to save time. <laughs> you saw it online and then you were like, start a group chat. You guys want to start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Snogans. <laughs> but they had, um, they got like tacos, burgers, whatever. And they had this hot sauce. Uh, they had this sauce on the table and I... Um, had the taco and I said to the guy who worked there who turned out to be the owner I said hey man is that hot sauce and he goes yeah unless you want something hotter and I <laughs> say, you can't say that to me and not like, immediately pique my interest I mean so, you're saying this next to Tom Whitcomb who <laughs> it's a spicy margarita like, I actually like the medium <laughs> <laughs> no I was actually wondering if you could take this hot sauce away <laughs> I'm getting a whiff over here <laughs> <laughs> it's wafting and I'm sweating so he brought this hot sauce that they had behind the bar, which was yeah. called Mad Dog's Chili Sauce. And it was like 1.5 million Scoville units or something like that. Can I just clarify the spelling of dogs on that? <laughs> was that with an S or a Z? Or oh, a W. Was it D-A-W-G? Or I think it was just Mad, M-A-D-D-O-G. But okay. it had like... Um, it had like uh, like a revolver and bullet holes on the like on the design of the <laughs> logo and like wait it says like one point five million Scoville units like just like use at your own risk it's like health hat like you know yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you may die and uh, <laughs> so I put that uh, on this taco and that was a mistake my uh, my lips like immediately puffed up like like I'd been stung by a bee it was so hot this sauce yeah. and I immediately I was saying I said to my girlfriend at the time I'm like milk I need milk <laughs> she had to run outside to like a convenience store to get me milk and then I just had to like rest my tongue in milk for like a good 20 minutes did after. she did she bring milk into the stuffed beaver <laughs> yeah she had to bring yeah, she had to bring in the milk too, so I could have it and this this guy that worked there was just laughing his ass off and then later when I went home I went to take a piss and there must have been some carryover hot sauce oh, on my no. finger because my dick started to get warm and I was like, I was like, ah, I was panicking because I was like, am I going to have to, <laughs> more milk? Am I going to have to rest my dick and balls in a glass of milk? But uh, it, luckily it must have been the tiniest bit because the, the heat came and went quite quickly. But I, I did have a moment of thinking, this, this could be happening. This could, yeah. In the, in the home theater, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> dick and balls in the glass of milk. <laughs> Eating my second schnitzel. <laughs> Dude, I'm just like, look, all right, stop me if I'm wrong here. Dick and balls in the glass of milk doesn't sound that bad. It sounds, it, it sounds inconvenient, but like, if you're like, hey, Dan, would you like a glass of milk for your dick and balls? I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, is this what we do here? Is this like a thing? Even without the chili burning you? You just yeah. say it just sounds nice to rest. Maybe it'd be like, good, <laughs> good for the skin. <laughs> your aunt Andrews has like, hey, can you make it too? <laughs> and my hands are a bit calloused as well. <laughs> no, just like, would it have some kind of restorative quality? You know, Possibly. Yeah, I... It just in my head, I was like, "This is obviously the logical next step." If this if this suddenly gets hotter and hotter, mm. we're up to milk time. Milk but. time. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's surely that's happened to somebody. They've Absolutely. just gone the chili on the dick and been like, "This is the only way out." Yeah. The, but just logistically, what would you? 
Kind of have to assume like a plank position <laughs> of like a glass underneath. Uh, I'm pitching like straight sh- into the one liter of Pura. <laughs> in the bottle. You're in the bottle. You're just stuffing everything through the lid. I was thinking like a, a dangling, like a squat kind of. A squat. A squat. A squat and dangle. A squat and dangle. That'd be hard on your hips. <laughs> How's your hip mobility? Is it all right? Mine's not great. I'd struggle. I think the, I think the plank would be all right. But the other one I'm picturing is like just like a, a bath. Just like calling up Milk Run. <laughs> the one time that service was necessary. I'm going to need like 20 litres of milk, boys. Step on it. <laughs> submerged in the bath. We've got a chili dick scenario again. <laughs> a chili dick scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm imagining like just an improv show. Just like, we need a location. Chili dick scenario. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. We all know where we're taking it. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> like, sorry, that's my big takeaway on this. Like, if now I had a free afternoon and yep. some expiring milk, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not getting through the two liter. I got 600 mil spare. <laughs> Let's submerge. <laughs> just to see. Uh, I mean, we're. This podcast has been quite fallow-centric now that I look back at it. We've talked about Viagra and dipping cock and balls in milk. But these are all, like, you know, restorative measures. These aren't aren't just for fun. No. I guess mine is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not willing to get chili on my dick just to justify the milking. (laughs) The milking. (laughs) That's not great. Sorry. As I get older, my verb usage is getting pretty loose. I feel you. Justify the milking is just not something you really want to say out of any context <laughs> otherwise man this cow is looking a bit towing so you go a plank position that seems like so. more work to me than the squat this, I just think this with the plank like I'd kind of be able to look down and check on it yeah you know do that kind of have you got a good core I think you're gonna no find, okay I really thought at the start of this podcast when we were talking about your anniversary in France, I'm like, this podcast's going to be different. <laughs> we're not going to fall into male cliches. We're going to talk about how would you deal with chili on your dick? Do you reckon? <laughs> this is not fucking a callback, like a talkback radio thing. Call in, let us know how you've dealt with it. Mate, you know, thought maybe just if I got a root in it, it'd, cover, oh, it'd take some of it off. But yeah, just really transferred just, the problem to both. Well, uh, yeah, I've had that scenario as well before. Where what? I've like, well, I've, I've like made dinner and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm a- Andrew, up. you're feeling self-conscious, but we're here now. <laughs> you chopped this up, is not the time. Have you ever chopped up chili like when you've been cooking, and then like you've been intimate with your partner like not that long after, and, yeah. and then suddenly they're wondering why they're burning? Yep, that's absolutely happened. Yeah, and. With them, unfortunately, the glass of milk not an option. No, <laughs> no it's not. You got to um. go the funnel. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the nightmare, you know. Just like, oh god, got to get the funnel out again. <laughs> yeah, when it's the moment when they're like, oh, why, why am I on fire? And then you're like, oh shit, you realise, <laughs> like, oh, I was chopping chili. No, but surely before that, I don't know if you this thought, is you. You thought it was a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> Your moment where you're like, why are you on fire? Well, baby, they don't... They don't call me... I was going to go Mad Dog Muggleton. Mad Dog Muggleton. How do you think the bullet holes got in that bottle? I was just shooting. <laughs> that, was, that was that hot action. I just... Oh. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm now. I'm just really struggling with whether I would have like enough confidence to, you know, submerge my dick in milk without it being necessary. If I could just tell Mary, just like cancel my two o'clock <laughs> <laughs> and get me some full cream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, telling someone about it, and the girls like, I just don't think this is gonna work. I'm non dairy. Like, ah, can't submerge it in soy. <laughs> Andrew, I believe you've got a you've got a celebrity encounter you'd like to like to regale us with. Yes, I. So I used to do like uh, extras work for like uh, ads and mm. TV, and I was. All right, just keep talking. This I was is, hired. The low fire. I was hired to be an extra in the movie, the, the Baz Luhrmann epic Australia, featuring. Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman. 
You're an extra. I was an extra. I played three different roles. I was a drunk at the pub. <laughs> I was uh, an Australian soldier. <laughs> they spotted me on location. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tuck in. To my sackishness. I, I took a method, a method <laughs> approach for that. <laughs> Years of research, being an alcoholic. <laughs> I had just like Bundy drafts. Just the fucking rebrand glow up that you've done there. It was just like I was an extra. I played three roles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I had to go to Fox <laughs> Studios every day uh, for like a week and a half. Oh, and um, did you get paid? Yeah, I got paid like six hundred bucks a day. And Ooh, some days, that's all right. and some days they they wouldn't even use you. Like they just didn't get through to the scene that you were meant to be on. So you're you an extra, sat, extra. You just <laughs> <laughs> Read all about it. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Dude, I just saw your lips move, and I was like, "You've been had." <laughs> Fucking your, your little your little primary school house chant. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, cunt, there it is. Locked in. Locked and loaded. You're gonna tell me the road to Gunda guy next, you idiot. <laughs> There's a track winding. No, sorry. Extra work. We'll go on there. So uh, yeah, I had to go there and uh, I remember one well, when I was supposed to be an Australian soldier, we had this old timer who I think was uh, a, a real army dude who was retired a veteran yes a veteran veteran <laughs> <laughs> doing this? and so like they've got all these strict rules when you got with guns right so you've got to like uh check them out there's got to be like a professional armorer on yeah, site yeah, armorer that's the yeah. thing yeah yeah sorry i was and, trying to remember that word yeah um so we all had to like check these guns out and then we had to march around with this uh this army dude who was teaching us how to carry the guns correctly okay. and how to march and i remember he having like some kind of wait did you do cadets at school no Okay. Uh, Could have saved him some time. <laughs> that should have been the call out. This, I remember walking around the back lot of Fox Studios and his car drove past and um, he was like, stop everyone. And then he just like, had like a just like, uh, PTSD semi-breakdown where he looked at the car, it was Mitsubishi, and he's like, does anyone here own a Mitsubishi car? And because Australia... The movie it features like the scene, like the bombing of Darwin. Yeah. He's like, does anyone know the planes that bombed Darwin? And we're Mitsubishi planes. And he like... <laughs> 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 wow. I was like, settle down, buddy. But uh, yeah, so we'd be there on set and Hugh Jackman <laughs> went up to every single extra one day. Uh, it was like 400 extras. Yeah. And he went up to every single one and introduced himself. And he said, hi, I'm Hugh. And then he goes, lucky Friday and gave everyone a $2 scratchy. What? Hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of people. He gave everyone a $2 scratchy. He's, he's going, what, 800 bucks worth of scratchies? Yes. Do you reckon he's done that as a tax deductible? <laughs> I don't know, but it was a good, good way for him to win everyone over because, I mean, Nicole Kidman's just hiding away in a trailer or whatever or getting rammed by Keith Urban. Uh, rammed by Keith Urban. <laughs> the idea of, like, Nicole Kidman getting rammed, like, no... <laughs> I think gentle. <laughs> the idea of Keith Urban doing ramming as well. I, I can see Keith cutting loose. I, I remember that photo of them at KFC. That was one of the all-time celebrity Australian photos. Just them at just KFC on Pitt Street. Is like, I just feel like it's hard to do a ramming when there's such a significant size differential. Yeah. Is he big? He's tiny. Yeah, he's he's, tiny. He is, I think he's short, small. But his motorbike would be always there sitting somewhere at the studio. Huh. Uh, so he was definitely around. I don't know how much ramming was getting done, but he was definitely around. <laughs> but they, they didn't fill you in on set. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're delaying the shoot 10 minutes. <laughs> Nicole's getting rammed by Keith. You know, these country guys, they like to... I was, is it 11 already? <laughs> I, got a, I got a favourite sexual position that goes a little something like this. <laughs> Um, but Hugh, Hugh Jackman is massive. He he is an enormous like, dude. Like he is like so tall and so broad. He's just like a giant man. Uh, really? Yeah. Like huh. twice my size. Uh, you're, you're a bit of a. Yeah, you're a big I'm boy. I'm six foot one. And he was he's, he's a lot taller than me and like much, wow. much broader. And um, Joey moved on from four hundred scratches quickly, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> he's a big fella. <laughs> uh, I actually won another. $2 free That's scratchy. That's all you ever fucking win <laughs> on a $2 scratchy. I back, it's like, free to be claimed from Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, Wolverine, Wolverine. Dude, you reckon these scratches are... <laughs> Wolverine. Think, what's another role that Hugh Jackman's... Wolverine, Wolverine, boy from Oz. Fuck. 
<laughs> the greatest showman. Ah, damn. Sorry, I'm just pic- look. This might be. This is bordering on nerdy, but I'm just picturing X Men doing the scratches with his claws. <laughs> That's good. She's <laughs> got. Very nice guy. But there was a scene. Cyclops is like, don't bother at last. <laughs> <laughs> so in the studio, right? They've got. We were inside the studio for this scene, which was supposed to be the first time it had rained in Darwin in like years, and it was a scene where Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman mm. kiss. For the first time. Okay. And so we all had to run out of this pub that they set up, uh, like old Darwin pub that mm. they set up in the middle of the studio, run out there into the rain, and then we start all dancing um, to celebrate the rain as they start to kiss. Now, oh, okay. I thought it was like to celebrate the kiss. <laughs> I was like, this is all, I've never watched this. I've never seen this film. <laughs> Neither have I, and I'm in it. <laughs> but so... We're all there, hundreds of people, and ready for this scene. And then Baz Luhrmann rocks up. And, like, you've watched enough movies about movies. that don't they go, like, lights, camera, action, whatever. Mm. But Baz Luhrmann is just, like, so extra. He <laughs> He's just there with his megaphone. He's like, we're showing a moment in time here, people. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, we we understand how movies work. <laughs> this is my big motivational speech to like the the whole army of people that he has for this. And we're showing a moment in time here, people, and the heat, and the flies, and the emotion, and the action, and then that was it. And like you're trying, oh. and then you're supposed to act, but like you're also like this is really funny. Like how am I <laughs> supposed to be in character while I'm also laughing at Baz Luhrmann? I wouldn't have known to go. <laughs> I thought the action, well, like, and the action, <laughs> like, yeah, we're showing the. A- and when are you gonna? Oh shit, that was it. That was my cue. An action. Oh, and wow. then everyone starts moving. You're like, okay. We're on. It's my it's my go. <laughs> it's my time. How yeah. did you feel you went in the scene? Uh, well, luckily it wasn't very well lit. Uh, <laughs> you can't. I, I think if you watch the movie, you'd be able to see a silhouette of me. You wouldn't be able okay. to like make out that it was definitely me. You've never gone down to the old home theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> now, how about I, that hand job? <laughs> <laughs> Prepare the milk. <laughs> when I was in the States, I played in like our uni had a rugby team and we played mm. it and it was like 50% internationals. Like our entire backline was like Kiwi, Aussie, South African, South African, Aussie. And uh, we were playing touch rugby early in the season, like first or second training session. Mm. And this American guy who just, his nickname was a uh, superstar because he just thought he was, but he would train with no shirt on, all that kind of shit. <laughs> and uh, he just, we were playing touch rugby and he just refused to take a tap. Just like constantly, just played through, just kept playing. <laughs> and this South African guy, his name was Cap. He uh, he was an inside center. He was just like huge. And he just fucking poleaxed this guy <laughs> yeah. and stood up and yelled at him over the ground. Stop fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time a South African said that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he call himself Superstar? Was that? No, that was the name everyone else gave him. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Dude, that was like, was that a thing like your school where it's just like, hey, hero, where's your cape? Like that, that call? <laughs> I, can, I can feel it, yeah. yeah. No, no, that didn't come. I don't oh, think man. so. I remember that. That was that was hot. <laughs> that was like, because it was always the people that touch were just like, take a tap, keep going. It's like, hey, superstar. Oh, that's good. <laughs> hey, hero, where's yeah. your cape? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I love when people come up with like, uh, it would be so much funnier if he called himself superstar. Like, there was guys at uni who like come up with their own, like, Nicknames that they mm. just like hope that because it's they're starting fresh at a place where no one knows them. They're just like I'm going to start a new nickname. There was a guy who like first day introduced everyone as Coach. It was just like that was his nickname, Coach. You called uh, himself Coach. Yeah. Was he the same age as everyone? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah. G'day guys, I'm Coach. Was like, he standing behind I'm two horses? <laughs> How did this work? <laughs> like, <laughs> but this when you start like in a new place like that, you're like it's a fresh start. I can I if I want to have a new nickname, now is the time. I can get away with it. That's such a weird time to kind of apply that logic because I thought the whole thing of high school was just learning that you cannot choose your nickname like except by choosing not to have it like if you're like hey don't call me that it's like that is what you're going to be called for the next six years and then like you get to leave with the year 12 jersey where you do choose your own nickname yeah as like that's kind of like a final you've overcome the boss you know what I mean it's like hey you got through this now that's up to you brother you want to go muggle town fuck yeah you can (laughs) is that what you had that's what I had don't even worry about it Fuck yeah. I was a rugby jersey. Oh yeah. That was that that's like private school as fuck, right? Like you get a rugby jersey. Like they were trying to push bomber jackets, I think, uh, at my school for like, the year twelve jersey. Like Letterman jackets, like that kind of Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. 
We had rugby jerseys. But yeah. Muggle sends a lot of letters. Muggle Town to fit on the back. Yeah. It's shocking what they can do with font these days. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you look at my name as Muggleton and you're like, man, that's appropriate. Muggleton? Is that you telling me Hamilton was an option? <laughs> Andrew Hamilton? I like it. Yeah, man, how many fucking double dinner? Is that yours with the dash? DD. DD. Well, I, sorry, I just I need to just Muggleton nine letters, Muggletown ten. You're like, Double digits, you're taking the piss, mate. <laughs> you're gonna start paying by the letter. <laughs> <laughs> my my name is Daniel Muggleton. This is Andrew Hamilton. That's Tom Whitcomb. Um, we would love you to keep uh, joining us in the floor cabin. Yes, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to Dan now? <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.